He's from the north. She's from the south. And we want to know what's in your mouth. Hello and welcome to In Yo Mouth. I am your double espresso, tight and right, hostess with the mostest, Munoz. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and sitting next to me, as always, is my unicorn frappuccino, extra whip, my best gal pal, <laughs> Murray. <laughs> no, I meant like... Whipped cream. Probably. Oh, I thought I was tied up and getting frothed. Fro- I think you mean flogged. You're just mixing up all your analogies. Froth? Because of coffee. Oh. Hello. Let's start over. No, that was great. Get it? Froth. Yes. I just made you Frothy, frothy co- coffee. Frothy coffee, but you did the whip sound, so I yeah. thought you meant flogged. Because oh. that's what that means, flogged, frothy. See where I was going mm, with that? Oh, my God. You anyway, went down we a are... coffee route. I went down a bondage route. <laughs> I went down a bondage route. That's what I was talking about. We have our wires crossed this morning, obviously. Because <laughs> we haven't had our coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> We've had two sips of it. Oh, my God. Let's, we on, need another. Let's chug it. A, a little ASMR for you this morning. Mmm. Yum. Mm, how are you? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> feeling fine, looking fine. I'm feeling amazing. Yes. I'm ready for spring. Oh my god. I'm still <sighs> I'm still way behind you in the soberness here. So I'm still very angry that I haven't had a glass of wine. Oh. But we don't have to talk about well, it. Well, let me tell you, I love alcohol. <laughs> now that I've gone 30 days without it, mommy's back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mommy shark. Did, 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 oh, no, did, no, 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 no. This isn't going to be a mommy shark podcast. Or it <laughs> should be shark. more like mommy drink, gluck, 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 gluck. <laughs> mommy drinks, gluck. <laughs> What's going to be the first drink you have? Wine. I really want wine. wine. That's all I've been craving. Mm. You know, and shout out to all the sober people out there. Oh, my God. You guys. You guys, the strength that it takes. And mm-hmm. this is, I'm not even being funny about this right now. The strength and the willpower, because mm-hmm. the devil is alive and well. So mm-hmm. shout out to you all mm-hmm. who who deal with this. Because, yeah. I mean, we're just doing it for health reasons and to take a break and maybe lose some uh, lose some poundage. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, Jesus, those people. I mean, oof, yeah. Oof, but oof. thankfully, there's coffee, coffee for all those addicts <laughs> out there. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You know? I, I don't think our <laughs> listeners have uh, discovered what today's episode is about yet. <laughs> Can you guess? I don't know. Is it about um, rum chata? Rum chata. <laughs> mm. Which is also really great in Ooh. coffee. <laughs> Speaking of addicts, did you ever read A Million Little Pieces? That it was on Oprah's book club, and it no. was then it became this whole big. T- Wasn't that t- an Alanis Morissette? Um, <laughs> no, that was Jagged Little Pieces, oh, right? Oh, equally as amazing. Yes, but this book came out, and it was um, an autobiography about this man who was a recovering addict. And so, when he was in rehab, he would talk about coffee like it was heroin, and uh-huh. like 
it I would be reading this book and then immediately have to get a cup of coffee because of the way he was describing it. And that became his drug. Like every morning he would have like a cigarette and coffee and he would talk about like, you know, it burning the back of his throat and like, I mean, it just, oh my God. but that sounds amazing. Yeah. It like, <laughs> he like, it's almost like sexualized. Yeah. But bit. then it came out that he like made up the whole story and Oprah was like, oops, doops. I didn't mean oh, to put that I on. I do the- remember that. Yeah. I remember. I love that book, though. And I especially liked how he described coffee. Yeah. And then she had, didn't she bring him back on to be like, why did you lie? What happened? Why did you lie? He was like, it all was in my brain. (laughs) Therefore, it's true. How much coffee do you drink? I drink a French press a day. A French press throughout the day or French press in the morning? I have it in the morning. Um, like so, an entire French press, but mm-hmm, she, uh, that one, it looks like a big French. It, Do you see it? Sorry. It's behind the almond breeze. Yeah. It looks like a big French so it's press. Three cups. That's cups? more, that's more than three cups, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then if I'm working late, I might have a cup of coffee at like four, but coffee really, boo. Really? Can, I cannot have it late at night. Oh, I was just about to ask you. No. You jumped a gun. Yeah, so I was, I was taught by Mama Gladys, uh-huh. you know, the woman who birthed me, <laughs> <laughs> to like have coffee at any given point in the day. Really? And it's fine. When we went to mm. Colombia oh. two years ago, Do I, tell. I remember, A, the coffee's great. That's what all my parents talked about after they went B, there. B, uh, there's Juan Valdez um, mm. coffee shops everywhere. And, you know, I think here Juan Valdez is a little lowbrow, like you see the mm. man on the donkey yeah. in the commercials. It's like kind of hokey, uh-huh. but it's a big thing there. Oh. Um, delicious. Mm. But I remember being really late. We were eating ceviche really late and whatnot. <laughs> so fun. And I ordered decaf espresso, and she turns and she like hits my arm. She's like, what are you doing? No, no, you're not. That's, that's some stupid bullshit. Have some. We're going to have regular espresso, and you'll be fine. And sure enough, I went straight to bed, and it's a thing. I can go right to bed. Oh, you know if what? You have chocolate. Mm-hmm. Sometimes chocolate really affects me too. Later, really? Mm-hmm. No. 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 Huh? No. No. Yeah. Even you know that place that we work sometimes really <laughs> early in the morning. Oh yeah. So let's, uh, folks of the podcasting world, <laughs> you know, fans <laughs> of us, they um sometimes we have to get. To work at ass o'clock in the Six morning. Six a.m. Six five a.m. Mm-hmm. in the morning. So I'll take a mid morning, late after, uh, early afternoon nap. But right yeah. before, right after I leave work, I'll have a La Colombe coffee. Mm. Ice coffee. Mm. Shout out to La Shout out to Ma Motherfucking La Colombe. Oh, best coffee in New York City. Yes. Where? I mean, but. Well, we'll get to the history of La Colombe. I'm yeah. curious. Oh, um, I don't know, actually. I didn't include that. But we Ooh. can we can figure that out. Mm. But I'll have a La Colombe, like, mm. iced situation Ugh. and then go home and lay it right down. Go and right be like, to sleep. <sighs> well, I mean, when I fly super early in the morning, because yeah. um, I really like them 6 a.m. flights, because then you get there and you're ready to do it. And they're also real cheap. And they're super cheap. Yeah, that's the only reason. Um. But I always have like a large coffee at the airport and then I get on that plane and I pass out. But then I wake up fresh as a daisy, ready to go. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes with my bowels, I I, I won't do that. So that way I don't have to like poop up the plane. Mm. You know, the plane (laughs) bathrooms. I don't know why, but that plane is going down. (laughs) It's too heavy. All of a sudden we have... (laughs) 
There's 20 extra pounds. Not too heavy. You're gross. <laughs> it's more like... Go away to the plane, It's kid. more like, what's that smell? Yeah, do you remember the, the lady who they had to uh, specially land the plane for because she kept um, lighting matches in her seat? Uh, what? Because she was farting. Oh, Remember no. this? No. You don't remember this? What? So yeah, there's a news story. Look it up out there. <laughs> that they had to specially land a plane because they, they smelled burning. Oh. Um, and it was this woman who was passing gas, to be nice about it. And she was like lighting matches like secretly in her chair. To, to like, cover up. To cover up. But then they had to like land the plane. And, and then it it's a thing. whole news story. But she was lighting matches because of me. <laughs> <laughs> really is the real story. <laughs> Wow. So a little history. Oh, yeah. Put, you know, on, put on that historian hat. You know, or a little statistics, I should say. <laughs> Second only to oil, apparently, <laughs> and allegedly. Uh, coffee is the most <laughs> valuable legally traded commodity in the world. Uh, mm. Apparently, we love it. We rely on it. And we drink it in massive quantities. It is estimated that 28 Two five billion cups of coffee are consumed each day worldwide. Whoa. New Yorkers are said to drink seven times the amount of <laughs> any other U.S. city, U.S. city, which is why it may seem like there is a Starbucks on every corner in Manhattan. Which it not it doesn't seem there is there is <laughs> a Starbucks on every corner in Manhattan. Uh, famed French writer and philosopher Voltaire was rumored to have drunk forty to fifty cups. Per day. Mm-mm. That's crazy. Sir. No, sir. No. No. The in- His insides from the acid alone <laughs> must have been destroyed. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. Thank you uh, to Tori Avey from uh, the PBS History Kitchen. Oh, that, I didn't even know that, that was a thing. I love that. No. I didn't know that about New Yorkers, but I, I believe it because we're always on the go and everybody you see walking around has a cup, has their phone in their left hand and a coffee in their right. And we're going to get to that too because that, <laughs> um, that specific photo that Marie just painted mm. is a reason that coffee had like a huge resurgence. Oh. Yes, but... First, I also found, <laughs> um, <laughs> fans of the pod, today's really uh, about <laughs> the ridiculousness of coffee, but in diving into um, all of that research, I found really interesting pockets of mm-hmm. like, why we drink coffee or where coffee came from. Um, mm-hmm. And there's this, there's a bunch of legends about how coffee came to be. Ooh, do is, tell. Which, is, which I found really, really interesting. I, yes, me too. Um, I think it's so cool. But the most famous and the most uh, relied on or the most referenced is this Ethiopian legend that says, uh, Kaldi, a goat shepherd, noticed that his goats became very active and could not sleep at night. After eating fruits from a certain tree. Oh. I need like a music background. (laughs) It's like I'm I'm telling. (laughs) Yes. He then decided to try out leaves of the bush and felt full energy and excitement. This is racist. I shouldn't be doing that. I apologize. No, it's like sounds of the forest. I I, I, I thought like rainforest and like. So Kali went to the abbot of the monastery next to his pasture, holding some branches of the mysterious tree. After the abbot heard the whole story, he decided to cook the branches and sadly got the bitterest drink he ever tried. He threw the pot into the fire and surprisingly smelled an exquisite aroma. Mm. The idea to get a drink 
out of the roasted cherries came to him, and this is how coffee, the drink, came to life. Oh. Where is that? Where was that? In Ethiopia. Ethiopia. It's an Ethiopian legend, and you can find um, a lot of versions of this same story about how the goats um, Mm -hmm. ate the fruit. They they were crazy, Mm. and we all love those goat videos on YouTube. Oh my god! I just watched one yesterday. (laughs) A goat pushing another goat down. Mm. Yep, it's because of the coffee. The coffee. Um, and wow, so, those yeah. goat herders, those are the one, those are the people that found out all the shit. That's yeah. how, uh, you know, well, that's what I felt, read about found butter. Out their, uh, their goat vaginas felt like. No, <laughs> no, 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 we're not talking about goat fucking. <laughs> but you just did. No, you just did. <laughs> you brought, stop it. <laughs> you just did. I need more coffee. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, then in the 16th century, yes. uh, coffee then spread to the Arab world, okay. to the Middle East, where it was embraced as a social beverage in Muslim re- uh, regions where alcohol is uh, avoided yeah. because of religious reasons. And then the first coffee house was founded, founded in Istanbul in 1554. Did you know Istanbul was Constantinople? <laughs> That was one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. Uh, We danced to it at church camp. Lovely. (laughs) Love it. There was a whole dance. Choreographed dance. Wow. (laughs) So fast forward through a a lot of like major history, uh, so on and so forth. And then coffee became very popular in the Americas. Do you know why? Mm, Why? Because it was a rebellion against England and all the tea. Oh, because of tea. Tea was huge in the New World. Yes. Tea was the thing to drink and people were like, no to this coffee. And then all of a sudden, because of all the taxation on the tea, Mm -hmm. i.e. The Boston Tea Party. Yeah, like, what a party. Bing, 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 oh, yeah. Bing, 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 party. Bing, bing, party. <laughs> no, we need like, we're like, we like to party. We like. We like. Yeah, Boston Tea Party. Yes. Yes. Which attributed to the rise of coffee because they were That's like, crazy. fuck you, England. Yeah, because yeah. the king raised the taxes and then yeah. they were like, they revolted. and Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Fascinating. It really, really is mm. super, super fascinating. But did you know in 1600s, going back, All right. um, the Ottoman Empire and mm-hmm. Venice. The uh, Ottoman Empire. Uh-huh. That's the thing we put our feet on. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the Ottoman, a trade between the Ottoman Empire and Venice, Italy, brought coffee to Europe and coffee was first totally rejected for religious reasons, but was eventually given the Pope's approval in 1600s. And at the time, coffee consumption also spread through the Ottoman Empire to the areas of Asia. That's crazy. I love that I can, like, they said that it was like Satan's drink or something. Yeah, it was like the, 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 bitter, the bitter juice of Satan. Yeah, because it made you wild and, and the devil would bleh. And so then the, the, the Pope, Pope drank it and I was like, actually, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I like and he this. baptized it. <laughs> no, oh! th- that's part of the article. Yeah. Oh, he did the yeah, full Yeah, he did the whoa. full thing, the water and all. Well, thank goodness for mm-hmm. Pope Clement the Eighth. The eighth. <laughs> I don't the, know. The X V I L G B T. It always takes me a minute when I look at Roman numbers. I'm like, yeah, and it's your birthday me. Are you are you good at Roman numerals? I'm not. I 
mean, it's not that hard. Well, it it gets complicated when they when they put you have to subtract because like they put Them numbers before, before and then, and then, after. then the, yeah. the after. I mean, come on, the, Romans. <laughs> Damn you! Damn I mean, what good are you, really? Uh, they were uh, listen. They were good for the homosexuals, okay? Well, they were good for technology. I mean, everything. Yes, really. everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but back to coffee. <laughs> I love. I love. Before we get to like the rise of it, right? And we, and we could speed through this to get to like the really interesting, crazy, kooky stuff. <laughs> but these historical attempts to ban coffee, I found really. Yes, I love it. Okay, let's get into it. You know, in Mecca, coffee was banned in Mecca in 1511 as it was believed to stimulate radical thinking and hanging out. The governor thought it might unite his opposition. Wow, look at that. Wow. So Java also got a bad rap uh, for its use as a stimulant. Some Sufi sects would pass around a bowl of coffee at funerals to stay awake during prayers. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the shady person who wrote this article at Mental Floss goes, note to Starbucks, time for a new size, the funeral bowl. Wow. <laughs> well, here's a fun fact about this article. I know the woman that wrote it. Oh, do you? Yeah, Emily Blotkin. Blotnik? Blotnik. Yeah. Yep, I know her real well. <laughs> uh, we do shows with her. She's a, co- a comedian. Emily Blotnik. Isn't, isn't she like a... Uh, Emily Blotnick. No. I'm I'm mixing up the girl who played uh <laughs> what's you call it on hairspray with oh. Emily Blunt. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm doing something crazy that makes no sense. <laughs> well, she right. just recorded her half hour for Comedy Central, which will be coming out this ne- this year sometime. Oh my God. So, but it's, it's coming out right after hours. After hours, yes, yes, after hours. But I just like seeing that she wrote this article for MentalFloss.com, and that was four years ago, and now she's doing a special. Comedy Central. So, who knows where life will take you? <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> back, back to Emily Blotnick's article. Yes. Um, in Italy, when coffee arrived in Europe in the 16th century, clergymen pa- uh, pressed for it to be banned and labeled satanic. But That's we, what you just yep. said. We just covered We just this caused one. this. And in Constantinople, oh. also known as Istanbul. Istanbul. <laughs> um, after Murad IV claimed the Ottoman, the Ottoman throne in 1623, he quickly forbade coffee and set up a system of reasonable penalties. The punishment for first offense was a beating. Sensible. <laughs> and, <laughs> and anyone caught with coffee a second time was sewn into a leather bag and thrown into the waters of the Bosporus. That's kind of your dream, <laughs> to become a purse. <laughs> I thought this was hysterical. <laughs> I know. I mean, oh, how the times have changed. I mean, could you imagine? Like, this is this is my second cup. Oh, we'd be sewn into a leather sack and thrown it. <laughs> but think about waiting, because I mean, think about that process that you're like tied up and put into a leather sack, and then you have to wait for somebody to sew it. Together. That's, yeah, just for a cup of <laughs> coffee. Right? Think but about, that addiction's real. Yeah, but Could think you about, imagine? like, after that second cup, you really have to take a poop. And, like, you're sitting in oh, this leather no. sack oh, waiting to be no. sewn into it. <laughs> wow. Of course you had to bring up poop again. What about Sweden? Sweden gave coffee in the axe in 1746. Oh. 
Why? Oh, they also banned any kind of coffee paraphernalia with cops confiscating. Wow, you're really going to go around and collect cups? <laughs> cups and dishes? Really? Can you imagine? We are here to collect your cups and dishes. <laughs> I don't know what kind of accent that, that was, that but that was good. That sounded a little... No, 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 I don't know. It's like, we are here to collect your cups and dishes. Yakshamish. It's a, it's a little Borat. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds a little... You know. Uh, to no, me. Uh, no, no, we're not going there either. <laughs> You know I'm not good at that. Mark, drink know, your coffee. We're, okay. we're not good at accents here. Okay. <laughs> no, enough I, talk about I have the best accent in the whole world. I have the biggest audience for this podcast. You see? Who is that? <laughs> uh, that was my other Borat <laughs> accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, drink up. I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, but King Gustav. Gustav? Gustav? Yeah, I don't know. From Sweden, he ordered co- convicted murderers to drink coffee while doctors monitored how long the cups of joe took to kill them. Oh, my God. Wow, which was great for convicts and boring for doctors. And finally in Prussia, in 1777, <laughs> Frederick the Great of Prussia issued, uh, issued a manifesto claiming beer's superiority over coffee. Ooh. Oh, which would you rather have, Ooh, beer coffee. or coffee? Coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, coffee doesn't coffee. make me feel bloated. No. no. Coffee makes me feel like Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Does coffee make me feel like Marie? Hmm. Uh, in your mouth pod listeners, can you write in and tell us if coffee makes you feel like Marie, please? I would like to know. <laughs> and what does Marie feel like? Mm, and do you mm. want to feel me? Write <laughs> oh. in. Well, he argued that coffee interfered with the country's beer consumption, apparently hoping a royal statement would make Prussians eager for eye-opening brew each morning. Whoa. Frederick's statement proclaimed, His Majesty was brought up on beer. Explaining why he thought breakfast drinking was a good idea. <gasps> now that I'm going to have to I agree am. with. Yep. yep. I love that. I love a good mm, day drink. Mm. Yeah. Why can't you have both? <laughs> well, how do you, what are your thoughts on uh, coffee cocktails? Um, like an espresso martini. When was the last time you had an espresso martini? I feel like it was in the last year someplace. Huh. Only because... They made it so traditionally, I think espresso martinis are really hokey because they have some sort of like Baileys or something. Chocolate sauce, whipped cream, whipped cream, something, something that's not going to make me feel good Mm -hmm. in the long run. Yeah. But this espresso martini, I forget where it was, Hmm. used real espresso and vodka and it was very artisanal. Ooh, yes. nice. Artisanal mm, is what it was. Your favorite mm-hmm. and mine too. Yeah, and <laughs> it um it was absolutely it was absolutely delicious. Mm. You know what I was drinking for a while? What? Uh Patron Cafe. I was just about to bring that up. Yes. High, high tequila, sugar content. Super high. But delicious. But delicious. Tequila flavored espresso. No, tequila yeah. flavored espresso. No. Espresso flavored tequila. <laughs> Drink your Drink, coffee. Drink, okay, all right. There was, <laughs> There's a cat hair in my coffee, oh, all right. right. Are you sure? Oh, uh, also known as a pussy hair. Oops, oh. there's some pussy hair in my coffee. Oh. Come on over. Ta- <laughs> Time for a waxing, Olive. Time for, oh, God. 
I am. Have you ever been waxed? Sorry, yes. this is. You, oh yeah, you yes. told me this. Have Have we discussed waxing on the pod? I don't think so. But you used to tell me all the time about getting your. When I was living my twink dreams, for those of you, for mm-hmm. the straight folk out there, mm-hmm. uh, for the non LGBTQIA LMNOPs out there, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> a twink is a very uh, young, hairless, skinny. Hairless is like a homosexual, uh-huh. right? Um, and so when I was living my twink dreams, mm-hmm. um, and listen, as a young, as a Puerto Rican male, I I have hairy pants. Mm-hmm. I just like I could take off my pants right now, and you'd still be like, "Oh, you have another <laughs> pair of pants under them." You know? <laughs> but I was living my twink dreams, and my friend Rich, um, back in the day, it was two thousand two. I bought. I was so excited because I bought a new Calvin Klein thong, <laughs> men's thong, and Ooh. I was like, "Rich, you have to see this. Isn't this like the best thing? We're gonna go out." And he was like, "You're gonna go to my waxing because you need to wax that hairy ass of yours, my waxer." So it was oh. this Russian lady. So I used to get my ass waxed all the time. How much? All of it, from taint <gasps> to stern, to from Ow. stem to taint. From, so, but then would it be just like? Like no hair, and then your hairy legs, or then yeah, they would it, like they um. Go then down. Would, I would have to go and like be like ass trims. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, pretty much. Um, wow. So I'd have to go and like trim the back of my legs and the inner, mm, and so it yeah. like it was it gradient. was a fade, yeah, it was a, a fade, gradient, a gradient. But <laughs> that Russian lady was so hysterical because I'd sit there and text, uh huh, or just like. Or play or play Tetris on my flip phone, and oh wow, yeah, Uh it was back then. And she goes, "You do good." She'd slap me on my butt, and she'd be like, "You do good, you do good, you know." Scream. She goes, "Pain is beauty, pain is beauty." What? And then uh, the worst part about it was because she'd make me spread my cheeks to get them. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And then she turned me over, right, and I'd be Donald ducking, (laughs) which is like you know only a shirt, no pants. and she'd lift your legs up like a baby. And she goes, this part that hurts. This part that hurts. Oh, no. And she'd do your taint. Oh. And it did hurt. And then she'd slap it. She'd be like, you do good. You do good. You know scream. You know scream. On your taint. On my taint. Wow. She'd, like, she'd like pat it. And then she'd baby powder me up and send me on my way. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And it wasn't until a straight man told me to stop waxing. Oh. That so stop. Stop that. Stop the straight that. men I like, like it. it. <laughs> for yep. Huh. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, the things we do for... When's, when was your last waxing? I've only had one in my entire life. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll ever do it again. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's the most painful thing. And honestly... It has to be more painful for you. I... Cause yeah, because they put that wax over your lady parts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they no, just... and those are sensitive parts. Yeah, those are no. I yeah. would imagine. I don't know who came up with that, but I would like to go back in time and kill them. Because <laughs> fuck you, like how, how old is how old is waxing? I'm sure they know? did it in and the Roman the Romans probably came up yeah. with it. <laughs> Damn you! Oh my god, the history of waxing. Waxing originated in Egypt um, in 1150 BC. What? Wow. Wow, they were just getting It was in there. reported that the bodies of women in Ramses the 3rd harem were smooth and hairless. Oh. Wow, hmm. wow guys. Wow. Well, hmm. back to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we went from coffee to waxing your taint. 
I mean, you could uh, essentially have a cup of coffee while you're getting waxed. It'll distract you. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> Jesus. You're lying down when you're just spread eagle. Down. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Not God. iced coffee with one of those long, like, loopy straws. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that could work. This I is could one bite thing. on it. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is one thing I love about the gays, <laughs> the, the LGBTQIA mm. community, mm-hmm. excuse me, um, is that no matter what the weather, I mean, it was snowing and 20 degrees yesterday in New York City, and the homosexuals were walking down the street. Looking fab. Looking fab with their iced coffee. With their fucking ice fuck coffee. iced coffee. Iced no. coffee in a sleeve, nonetheless. Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. Bitch. What you doing? Bitch, what you doing with your life? <laughs> you deserve hot coffee in the winter. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is all great and everything, but I think it's time for Food News Update. Not before I have my coffee. <laughs> Latest bikini barista coffee outpost in Campbell, drawing criticism and support. <laughs> what? <laughs> So in Campbell, California. <laughs> I'm never going to go there. Uh, At Pink Panther's Espresso, latest drive through spot, things are becoming quite heated. Mm. <laughs> and it's not just the coffee. Apparently, it's the scantily clad baristas who are getting some folks riled up. What? Thank you to Mercury News. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a local news in Campbell, California. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Are they hiring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's typical for this chain, Pink Panthers, that all the baristas are women and typically wear bikinis or lingerie. And ever since it opened in Campbell's, Campbell, California, mm-hmm. in this neighborhood, it's been causing quite a stir because all the neighbors are angry. Of course they are. You know? And that's pretty much the story. Wow. Would you go? <laughs> yes, of course. I support scantily clad people everywhere. Would you work in this place? No. Not, why not? You don't no, want No, there's not enough money in the world. For you to for you to be in panties and a bra. I mean serving if I, coffee. I mean, if I'm gonna do that, I'll strip. Make more money. Yeah, for mm. sure. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to our <laughs> themed restaurants pod. And why don't they have an outpost if it's called Pink Panthers? Why don't they have another one that's called like Blue Blue Ball. Lions? Blue Lions. Blue yeah. Lions. And it's all like men in like co- yeah. cock rings and like Speedos. Now there's a place I'd get my coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Could you whip that? Just stir that with your cock. <laughs> Extra mm. cream, please. Yeah. <laughs> now there's there's an idea. Listen, <laughs> residents of Campbell, California, calm la fuck down. Calm down. They're worried about like the seedy people coming because apparently this chain eventually <laughs> attracts like you know seedy people and. Because of the current climate of the world, mm. they're worried that, like, more for the women behind the bar and assault. Mm. And That's what they like always that. say. I'm worried for the women. You know? But they're not. They don't. They're really not. They just don't want the riffraffs to come in and, and yeah. you know, cause trouble in their fancy-ass neighborhood. I think it's also, like, why why are the women to blame here? Yeah, of course. Because, you know? uh, oh, it's my fault because I'm wearing this, uh, like, low-cut thing. Right. I wonder, is the owner a male man? I bet. Um, I bet I no you. Idea. Oh, yeah. Jose Carmona of Modesto owns the five shop chain. Of course. Um, you know? Although a woman so, would, could own something like that. Even, yeah, even I guess. Like, I know, I know uh, there's a woman that is a partner in that Coyote Ugly. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. women own that. Mm, women do things. Yeah, women do great things. <laughs> but I'm not saying that. I'm just no, saying, like, no. uh, on the, oh, on yeah. the heels of your comment about, like, a woman could own this. Yeah, of course. Of course. Why not? But I would bet the percentage of, like, you know, scantily clad, you know, places across America, the statistics would point to men owning those. You like, know. 85% owned by men. True. A woman owns that gay bar that, that's like Coyote Ugly, Flaming Saddles. Really? Where there's scantily clad that. men that like Good are for up her. dancing on the bar and up and down the stripper mm. poles and whatnot. A woman owns House of Yes in Bushwick. Yes. And that, there's like no no clothes there. Yeah. Mm. 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 Well, you know what? I think we give two sips of coffee to this <laughs> coffee shop. <laughs> or five sips. What, what's the rating here? <laughs> Sips. 69 right. sips, yeah. You get our approval. <laughs> Don't panic, but some coffee is at high risk for extinction. Oh, no. Yep. It's the same thing with, like, why people are afraid of, you know, beer being extinct. But climate change is real, motherfuckers. Um, no, it's not, according to number 45, <laughs> because it is snowing, and so where is the global warming? Oh, stop it. <laughs> that is the worst Trump impression. That's am, what you were doing I earlier. Am, I am the best at accents, all right? Yeah. That was, quit, my, quit. That, that was my French accent, okay? <laughs> that, this is my French accent. Oh, I love it. All right, well, let's dive into this article that I didn't read. Um, it looks like 75 different kinds of coffee species, beans, I don't know. Uh, are in Madagascar threatened uh, because of global warming. I don't know. That's all I got from this article. <laughs> wow. wow. You tell me. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. We all know this. The world is uh, coming to an end very soon. What What are we going to do without coffee? I mean, they'll, don't worry. They'll make a fake genetically engineered bean and we'll be fine. I think there's one out there already. I'm sure there is. That's like uh, that like fucks with the caffeine and Oh god. There has to be genetically there's like GMO genetically modified, you know, like corn and soybeans and mm. there has to be genetically modified. Yeah. You oh know? yeah, definitely. That that bean that uh Christopher Columbus or whomever brought over on the ship to the Bahamas that was planted that is why or the or the the Americas, South America, Brazil, or something like that. That is the reason why we have all these coffee beans. Mm -hmm. like, that has to be genetically modified so, at some point. At some point. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Guys, we need to save the coffee. Save the coffee. Well, it does say an estimated 50% or more will be decreased by 2088. Wow. Will oh, we be alive in no. 2088? How old will we be no, in 2080? I hope not. <laughs> no, no. That's, well, we're almost at 2020. That's <sighs> 60 years from now. Oh, God, I'd be, you know. I'll be changing your diaper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and my catheter and my colostomy no, bag. <laughs> I, you know, my great aunt is 102, and she, I'm like, I'll, whenever I see her, I'm like, how you doing? She, all my friends are dead. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I saw my great grandmother on her deathbed at like one fifteen. She was one fifteen. Yeah. 
Was she with it? Yeah. Well, she like she would talk to me and whatnot. God. Yeah. She talked to me and Whoa. rubbed my head. Little Mikey Whoa. Munoz. Yeah. Here in New York? No, in Puerto Rico. Oh. One yeah. fifteen. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll maybe you'll last. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll be there. Maybe see I, how all see, the, all the, the no more beans. All right, great. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be drinking something else by then, anyway. Right? I don't know. <laughs> Man who hated Muslims threw hot coffee in 7-Eleven employees' face. Police say. Ooh. Why are why are people so? Stupid. A homeless man and a regular customer at a California 7-Eleven faces hate crime charges for attacking an employee because he thought the victim was Muslim police say. So basically, this no. man in his early I don't 20s, like this story. right, uh, threw the hot coffee in his face and then punched him before leaving the store. No. Isn't that it? And he told the police that he hated Muslims. You know what the gag is? Is that the man wasn't even Muslim. He's part of the Sikh community. Mm. Sikh? Uh, Sikh? Sikh? Sikh. Sikh, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Sikh is a monotheistic faith that believes in equality and service to others. The Sikhs are American. We've been working hard here for over 100 years. A hate crime against Sikh or Muslim is the same as a hate crime against our sisters and brothers in the Jewish or LGBTQ communities, said Amar, and I'm not going to butcher his last name but he's a, a board member of the American Sikh Public Affairs Association. Wow. Why are people assholes? Because they haven't had enough coffee. <laughs> uh, well, uh, he threw his away. <laughs> well, that's his problem. He should have just sat there and drank it. You know, okay. never. the lesson here is never waste good coffee Mm-mm. and don't hate people. And don't hate people. You know? And that concludes. <laughs> we just brought it down. Oh, man. Oh, man. Be good to each other, folks. And yeah. Drink your coffee. Drink your coffee. <laughs> you know, smoke a doobie where it's legal. Oh, get me to a coffee shop. Yeah. Well, that's the end of Fitness Update. <laughs> well, I want to get to what the real reason why we're here today. Okay. And it pushed past the rise of Starbucks in the 60s and uh, Pete's Coffee. and Because oh, that's those. all those things because specialty coffee it was mm-hmm. second wave coffee is what they call it. Oh. Making it popular again. Uh-huh. And then um, because of people like Mary-Kate and Ashley holding venti cups in all the fashion photos, like when oh, the paparazzi Jesus. took them. That's what made, that's what made it ultra. Did like, they get paid off by Starbucks? No, No, they not just anymore. like Starbucks? Yeah, because Starbucks was a thing, second wave coffee. Mm. And then all of a sudden, all these models and all these popular people were like being photographed by the paparazzi in the street. With, with their, their Starbucks. venti Starbucks. Oh my lord! Boom! Second wave coffee, and now we're in third wave coffee with the micro roasters and all this like mm. hipster coffee, or what my good friend Michael calls shaman coffee because they have to allegedly pray over it before they serve. Oh it. wow! It does take a long time. <laughs> but I found all these crazy coffees, like the uh, civet coffee or the monsoon coffee. <laughs> Or the elephant poop coffee. Oh, my God. Wait. Or the monkey spit coffee. Oh, wow. Like, so we need to talk about it. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about, what, where do you want to start? I, I don't wanna, even know. Let's start, with the, <laughs> let's start with the poop coffees. Okay. All right. Right? When I first uh, started, when I saw the headline, I was like, oh, no, no, no. But then you dive into it, and I'm like, you know what? I would definitely drink this poop coffee. Yeah. It's called... Kopi Luwak, mm. or civet coffee, and it's coffee that is, um, <laughs> it 
is ingested by these civets and they're, they're part of like the mongoose family mm-hmm. even though people i've heard the reason i looked this up is because people call them monkey cats because mm. they they have cat-like um mm. features not features what do you call that cat-like um habits 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 mm-hmm. the way they, they look like rats yeah and so basically these the things vet. eat the coffee beans and put poop them out and as the as the digest- the co- mm-hmm. as they go through the digestive tract something happens to it changes the thing the composition of the coffee bean mm. and making it rich and delicious wow yeah. So you don't actually eat the poop. They poop it out and mm-hmm. then they collect the beans mm-hmm. and then the farmers actually roast it again to make sure that the bacteria is gone yes. from these beans. So you're not actually eating the poop. No, drinking the poop. Drink, drinking it, yeah. yeah. But it's also the most expensive coffee in the world. Can I mean... How much is it? It was like, I thought I read something about it being like 600 bucks uh, yeah, it's a something pound or something. Absolutely crazy hold on let's see if we can find how much <laughs> oh my god price and availability five hundred dollars per pound oh that's in that's 10 2010 yeah nine years ago it was five hundred dollars per pound i wonder how much it is nowadays yeah, like 50 bucks a cup could you imagine a 50 dollar cup a 50 dollar cup of coffee Mm-mm. no i wouldn't have that that, that 50 dollar cup of coffee Better get me a date or 10. Better suck my dick after I'm done drinking it. <laughs> better be, yeah. No. Uh-uh. I better have an orgasm with that cup of coffee. I mean, could <laughs> you imagine? No. Um, That's crazy that it's that expensive. Yeah. And it comes out of a little rat's ass. Yeah. And so the bad thing about it is that... Oh, um, yeah. They've started to mass produce this mass stuff. produce it and cage the animals and PETA has all the video footage and so the original guy who discovered this is now against it because of what has oh. what it what it's become because they're force feeding it's yes yeah. so the poor things no oh, well you know all right well let's bring that went down again let's yeah. bring it back up let's talk about um, monkey spit uh, coffee oh i want to talk about black ivory black actually. ivory yeah What's that? i'm keeping on the poop trail here oh Lord. and it's the elephant poop coffee uh-huh once again the elephants eat the eat the coffee uh-huh poop it out and, and some collect man the beans. collect the beans it's called black ivory who do you think was like I'm so curious what that tastes like. <laughs> Let me just dig through this big old elephant dong. I mean, apparently the result is a delicate but complex taste without the bitterness of a traditional brew that is best enjoyed with the usual additives, obviously. Beans are available for just a mere $66 for 35 grams. That's more than my pot. <laughs> <laughs> In California. In California. Um, wow. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that nuts? That is fucking crazy. Right? And there's another one. Mm-hmm. Who is thinking about this? The Jakku bird. The Brazilian Jakku bird. Mm. Eats the coffee beans. And what? Digs it out of the poop. I wonder if anyone's tried it with humans. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You should try it. Get back to the po- Dedicate an episode. Of where um, I eat, eat a ton of coffee beans. Yeah, and then poop it out. I looked that up, too, for this podcast. <laughs> and apparently, a high consumption of coffee beans is not very good for you. Oh, yeah. 
Those espresso, I love the espresso, chocolate-covered espresso beans. Yes, they're delicious. The podcast has found some toys. I know, I love it. Oh, wow. But uh, she's had her coffee. She's had her coffee. Wow. Olive, calm down. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> How funny, though. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Did you know a coffee releases carbon dioxide, and that's why there's that one-way valve in, like, the, in the, when you buy, like, a pound of coffee beans? Oh, yes. And it's like, psh. Yeah, like it releases, and it still releases carbon dioxide as it like wow. at, after you grind it, and so that's why that pour over coffee takes uh, a while because mm. they're releasing things. Huh? Isn't that crazy? Crazy! Oh my god! So crazy! <laughs> oh my god! But you wanted to talk about monkey spit? Yeah. What's that about? <laughs> So apparently on the island of Taiwan, coffee farmers let caffeine-crazed monkeys do all the work for them. So basically these monkeys eat the coffee cherry, but Uh somehow know, because they're Mm -hmm. smart, that they can't digest the bean, so they spit it out. Oh, and then, oh. So then they harvest it, and it comes, and it tastes like a, um, it tastes like vanilla. It gives a vanilla-flavored. Oh. Oh, monkey spit has a nice vanilla flavor. Yeah. Oh. Who knew? Wow. Forget your vanilla lattes. Ma- macchiato yeah. <laughs> up at the Starbucks when you can get it without you all this imagine sugar. imagine basic bitch Becky having <laughs> monkey spit coffee? Wow. I wouldn't put it past her, actually. Apparently, according to this article on Mental Floss, monkey java is rarer, rarer than the Kopi Luwak. Yeah, and prices can be as high as $27 for eight ounces, with harvests that range from as little as eight pounds to 600 pounds a year. I mean, could you imagine just going around chasing after monkeys that are spitting at you? Well, maybe not at you, but just spitting. Sounds like dating <laughs> in New York City. Yeah, like spit, spit on it. Spit on it before you put it in. Spit on it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I found um, on, I've never heard of the site, but creditdonkey.com. <laughs> 23. <laughs> creditdonkey.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know how or why, but uh, 23 jolting coffee drinking statistics. Okay. We can't, we don't have time to go through all 23. But uh, what percentage of Americans, uh, adults, I love that they specifically say adults because here in New York City, I do see babies on the Children, train yeah. drinking Dunkin' Donuts. Um, woo! Um, what percentage of American adults are coffee drinkers? And this says 64% of Americans say they drink at least one cup of coffee a day. Wow. Um, that's fascinating. Uh 102 billion cups of coffee are is drank in America annually. That breaks down to 280.5 million cups of coffee per day. <laughs> did you just fall asleep? <laughs> I did. <laughs> so boring. I'm sorry. This was just boring. Oh, my God. There's better statistics. Let's see. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Marie, I think <laughs> Marie put herself put herself to sleep with her own. Like, oh, this is interesting. Her own fact checking. Yeah, here. <laughs> boring. Sixty six percent of women and sixty two percent of men say they drink coffee daily. That's 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 you know about. What? That's uh, how much money do you think you spend <laughs> annually on coffee? Oh, 
that's that would be a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. I think I could buy a house. I think I spend at least ten dollars. No, twenty dollars a week. I, yeah, maybe. I at don't least. know. I mean, I usually make it at home, but my that shit ain't cheap. Oh my god! Here in Brooklyn. Listen, I I think. <laughs> I think we need to give Olive some decaf. Oh, my God. Olive is <laughs> just bouncing <laughs> off the walls. And I think I need another cup myself. Yeah. But this has been a lovely. <laughs> We're just ending it. Oh, okay. A lo- I a love lo- it. Let's just I'm going to get... take us out before you fall asleep oh again. Oh, my God. I need more. Well, I've only had like half a cup of coffee when I'm used to having four. Well, can't you leave us with some one last little nugget or something? Something fun. A nugget? A oh. nugget of what's the monsoon coffee? Oh my god, the monsoon coffee, delicious! <laughs> what if is I've it? ever had it? So, way back when, when they used to ship coffee by ships, uh-huh. like before the steamboat and all of that, uh, it would be really rainy and all the coffee Ooh, would go through all the rains and it would, it would change the bitterness and the acidity because it'd be exposed to all this water all the time. Mm. And the invention of the steamboat and furthering of technology ruined that. Because oh. they were, the coffee was getting spending less time out in the open air and in the water. Oh. So the farmers realized this and now started to harvest coffee early and put it out during monsoon season to create the same effect. Oh, isn't that awesome? Get yourself some monsoon coffee. Yeah, there's all sorts of there's like charcoal coffee out there. There's coffee that you put butter in. Ooh, I like that. Right? I've always wanted to try that. I've had that coffee without the butter. Well, then that's not a coffee butter. Right. I've had yeah. it. Well, actually, no. I have had it with the butter pre-packaged. I haven't, like, they, they sell, Bulletproof sells them now in, like, little pre-packaged oh. like, cartons. The way, with the oh, oil, with the oil and the butter in it. And it's supposed oh. to be really good for you. And I've had yeah. one of those and I'm like, eh, it's just okay. Huh. But the Bulletproof coffee is delicious at, like, 30 bucks a pound. Wow. You know, she's rich. She's She's rich. She's, she's delicious. She's drinking all the coffee. Oh, well, yes. my God. I'm going to make another French press of coffee and And then and you should save your grounds. Uh-huh, and smear it on my ass. Smear it on your ass for cellulite. Uh-huh. Which I just found out that I had. As oh, well. just, right? I've had it since I was seven. Oh, well, sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> Boy problems. <laughs> <laughs> and you could use it to like, oh. after you have garlicky hands, you rub it on your hands. Oh. Or you mix it with honey and create a nice facial. Oh, yeah. coffee grounds. Really, Coffee is a miracle. Thank you, yeah. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Ganesh. For, Ganesh, for coffee. yes. Thank you for that sheep herder. Yes. Or goat, goat, goat herder. herder. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. You guys, thank you for tuning in to this obviously crazy, wild. <laughs> and very informative. <laughs> and very informative. Podcast. I hope everyone is sipping on coffee while they listen to this because It'll make you it. rethink, reevaluate your your sipping habits. Yeah. Yeah. Get yourself some. <laughs> and with that, we want to thank you for listening to <laughs> In Your Mouth. <laughs>